0: January 10th, 2016. It's Watt from Pedro Show. pedro show uh pedro now brother matt he got sick he was in chicago he said it was one degree fahrenheit Uh, that's different than pedro weather so he's back here but he's sick so next week i'm not alone though through the wonders of skype and those incredible engineers in estonia we got mark stewart where you at mark
1: I'm looking at the sea. I'm on the, I'm on I'm on this thing called the Jurassic Coast, which is this kind of dinosaur coastline on in southwest England where you find all these huge, like massive like s- dinosaur snail fossils and stuff. Is that uh I can I can see all the fishermen preparing for the night fish. Is, is that That's cordial? what you should have been, Mike. You should have been one of those extreme Alaska fishermen. I love those programs. <laughs> or an ice road trucker. I, can I you imagine some that? Bud- with your, I got somebody holster who with the chili with the chili pod.
0: Uh, I got some buddies who did that work, and it's very difficult.
1: One your mustache did, would have frozen up, dude.
0: Yeah, one dude did nine months, and it scared him <laughs> off. He never went back. It was, It's like 40-foot swells and no lifelines, shit like that.
1: Crazy, yeah. crazy shit. Uh, my, uncle, my uncle was in the Merchant Navy. You hear crazy shit about the Merchant Navy. I had, to, in the 50s and stuff, going into, like, Japan and... The, it, his, the stokers the guys who were just down like stoking the coal into the oh man
0: they call it black gang because uh, yeah engine oh. room guys you need somebody to get a fire up someone to get the water up and then someone to get to the screw
1: you need three hey <laughs> a bit like a band <laughs> that's it
0: uh, so are you by Cornwall you, you quick on getting to the screw there man <laughs> <laughs> is it Devon or is it Cornwall
1: it's yeah it's 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 yeah it's it's, it's Dorset it's up from Devon Okay. It's cool though, mate. It's it's, the, the, it's lovely fresh air. The air in London is getting so. I mean, you know, I had to I had to do this write up on twenty sixteen for this Moscow magazine, and it's just like it's getting so like JG Ballard up there, you know. Let alone there's oh, the it's, writer? The, it's the air pollution.
0: JG Ballard, you know, uh, brother Vale's been uh, putting out a lot of his writings. So you're saying <laughs> it's like a, a, a atmospheric equivalent. <laughs> In the, yeah,
1: at the Atrocity Exhibition.
0: Have you had Vale on your show? Yeah, I did. Uh, you know, and I've been at his pad a few times. Have you uh, you've been to his pad? It's
1: quite a... No, uh, no, it's just that work he did back in the day. He was the guy that set up the first Rough Trade uh, Rough Trade San Francisco, right? Then he did research, that's right? That's
0: right, and he's still doing that. And his and his pad is like a monument to research. Brilliant. Without the slash. I mean, the guy is... he's into Even when you're rapping with him, he's got a little notebook out there. He's taking notes brilliant (laughs) yeah he's you know he was the first keyboard player for blue cheer
1: shut up yeah and then they saw he was talking about the blue cheer producer somebody he produced something was that you well what happened was was minute or something
0: yeah the guy who took over see what happened when they were a five piece Vale told me then they, they the dickie saw the cream and oh we could be just a trio and so they got rid of Vale and the other guys, but then they wanted a keyboard again, and that's the guy that we're talking about, Ralph Kellogg. He's on the second album, third album, but we know him as Ethan James. He produced uh, Double Nickels on the Dime out of Radio Tokyo in Venice. Okay. He ended up a uh, incredible hurdy gurdy player,
2: uh
1: featured hurdy gurdy so- man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Solo is for the San Francisco you know who, Phil Down the pub down here there's a folk session going on now. Hurdy <laughs> gurdy man, which Hurdy
0: that's what he ended up doing if you can believe.
1: I'll Have tell it. you what mate, i tell yeah. you what that's I was that. living I was living in Hamburg for a while, right? And I I right. was I was like on a on a parallel strip, just a strip just up from the Reaper barn near where the Star Club used to be where Gene Vincent everybody sure. used to do i went into this i went in this bar first thing just to get some coffee and i think it was a it was a kind of like an old sort of 60s 50s sort of wooden like um alpine looking brothel oh, <laughs> but yeah. i just wanted a coffee so i just house. sat there yeah. and this dude this this well-dressed like german cowboy dude gave me the coffee we just started rapping about music yeah and he said he was in mama betty's jug band oh right wow. And, right. and and he ran upstairs to his little room because there's still loads of guys like Astrid and those guys who took the photos of the Beatles and the big three. There's still like a load of Liverpundian guys living in Hamburg because they went out there in the 60s. Right. right. But this was a, a German guy who was in a, a German Appalachian jug band, which was just which was kind of parallel to Skiffle here, which it must be like fifty fifty two, fifty three. 52, 53. So when you blow on jugs at different levels of music of, of water. Is that right, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, they used them for bass sometimes. Yeah yeah a lot of head rushes Don't, not too many so notes. this guy this guy was in like a, 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 way before the begin, like before you know in, just after like R&B you know way before the beginning of kind of rock and roll in Hamburg he had a jug band which was, sounds like one of the early they probably had like a washboard as well right like skiffle in England my mum was in a skiffle band yeah, you, you,
0: you were learning me about skiffle last time we talked because I've yeah.
1: heard about yeah. it a lot but I didn't exactly know what it was i tell you, one day you should do a show on British rock and roll, yeah. right? There was an amazing feral take on rock, rock and roll coming out of Britain. All the guys had crazy names like, uh, well, you, you know, Billy Fury, but there was another guy, yeah. Eden Kane, Johnny Gently, who I know who runs a shop over in the town over here. There was a guy called Larry Parnes who had this kind of fame, fame, fame school and gave all these lads like quiffs and funny names. Quiffs yeah. is a haircut? But the take... Yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, like Elvis guy. But the take is like a really, it's it's a twisted kind of English kind of feral take. Really bad. Oh, we're getting some
0: dropouts,
1: Mark. I'm
0: sorry. Say that again. again oh we have love, some there's another
1: guy called Tony Crumbie. Quick. Okay, sorry, but hello. Yeah, hello? go ahead.
0: Sometimes hello? there's dropouts, Mark. Okay. So start Drop again about this guy. There. Tell us again about the feral take on rock
1: and roll by these guys in the skiffle. Yeah, band. it came it came out of skiffle and kind of English it, it, and the English kind of big band jazz scene. But this, yeah. some of the stuff. There's this guy called Tommy Steele, right? Tommy Steele, who Steel. did rocking, "Rocking with the Caveman," which was wicked. And there was this coffee shop called the Three Eyes up in Soho, which the site of it's still there. But the the whole scene and the English Teddy Boys, these guys with huge quiffs. Teddy, yeah, yeah, wicked looking guys. It was. Teddy was from Edwardian. I'm a bit of a Ted. They had these lovely kind of like like um, uh, waistcoats you'd see in a wire. Op- you know, like a, a cowboy wire, erp, like embroidered sure, kind uh, of. We call them dusters. Yeah. We call them dusters. Wicked. The waistcoats and, and then a drape jacket.
0: Yeah, we call those dusters. And they didn't like a, the
1: bit mod bit people, of velvet, right? On the thing. But my uncle, my uncle was a, was, yeah, my uncle was a security Guard back in the day in the teddy boy days, and he said the Teds would put razor blades behind behind the lapels of their jackets, so when you tried to pick up you 'd cut your hands with the razor blades <laughs> oh. and they not they weren 't too friendly with the mod people right no the mods was later the teds were rock and roll mods were like after after the beatles mods were in the sixties yeah it was oh, the rockers oh. it was the rockers that used to fight the the, the mods.
0: Oh, and Ted's aren't rockers. Ted's are uh, are ahead of Ted's
1: rockers. rock and roll before. Rockers were like the bikers, the biker kind of equivalent of the Ted's. But there's, a, there's an amazing BBC documentary on YouTube when Gene Vincent came over and hung around with these Welsh rockers. Rockers like Hell's Angels. Oh, OK. OK. Did you hear about the Scarecrow? Did I hear about the Scarecrow? No. The, the one that won the Nobel Peace Prize? No, I did For being outstanding in this field? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where barley grows. I just read that Sid Barrett book on uh by uh, Rob Chapman.
1: I know Rob Chapman. He was a singer in the Glaxo Babies. I was with him last year. He's, he's, he's that's what that. he
0: that's I didn't know he was a singer. I knew he, he had something to do with the band because he mentions it in the book. Yeah. And your bass man was Glaxo. Dan Katzis
1: was in the Glaxo babies, yeah, and and this offshoot of the Arco, Mo, Arctic Monkeys, Last Shadow Puppets, have just done a version of a Glaxo song. This is your life.
0: Did did you did you read the Sid Barrett book? No, it's it's, it's kind of sad. But his argument was the guy was not crazy; he's just a little eccentric.
1: Yeah, and the, and I'm not being rude, but the problem is that it's 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 such a kind of the problem is that they're often. The kind of eccentric people—I've seen it happen quite a few times. That so the sparks of the kind of creativity, and then as soon as the thing becomes like a business, like juggernaut, they—they they get either squeezed out, and there's a kind of coup by the kind of breadheads. Do you know what I mean?
0: I think that's what happened. Yeah.
1: And then they live off—I don't know. I, I can't. Talk, I don't. I'm not talking about somebody else's shit, but it's like they live off the kind of the freakiness from the. You know. I don't know. No, as far as I know, it's like Scott Walker. You know. For years, I knew that Scott Walker was playing darts in this pub up in Archway, everybody makes everybody out to be this mysterious kind of freaky kind of... But that's the nature of the game, isn't it, Mike?
0: Yeah, it is.
1: I mean, you're a bit weird.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why did you keep on ringing me?
0: <laughs> so we can do this spiel. Now, now this new record's called Honeymoon on Mars. What's this name mean?
1: Basically, <clears throat> I hate to say it, but I, I was... I, I think I was a little... Normally, I'm about four or five years ahead of the kind of predictions, but I was a little tiny, but I was only about three or four months prescient with this with this one. But basically, it's like when you wake up and the world has spun off its axis and it's like you're, you're you're on a completely different planet to the planet you thought you were on. And the image for me was like kind of... For some reason, I had, had this image of me being dressed up in a kind of wedding dress and big Dr. Martin bother boots and kind of traipsing across London like at the break of dawn, just feeling like an alien in my own on my own planet, you know.
0: That ain't looking and It too seems well. that
1: this planet has been taken over by, you know, the planet is being run by psychopaths at the moment.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, but we've had our uh, uh, reruns of that before. It seems cycles of the same silly stuff. But yeah. the consequences are heavier probably because of the technology. Yeah. So,
1: Mars... The technology like, of silence.
0: <laughs> so, this first song I played, Michael 13, how does this weigh into the I mean, was this a, just a collection of songs, or was it a...?
1: No, it, for me, it's a, you know, a, a, a while ago, I just saw this idea of, like, they called it something, a, a hip opera, right? Yeah, and it's not. It's not. I, I hate the idea of a concept album because you immediately think of like a Roger Dean like tri-fold folding out kind of Rick Waitman, <laughs> King Arthur on ice kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. but it. This is the first album that I've made that really kind of, or that we've made that really kind of hangs. I'm kind of. There, there is a sort of. Is a kind of like. There's a concierge. You get. You get. You get let in into the lift, and you got through different floors. There is a. There's a, there's a kind of a broken narrative to it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? There is No, you
0: know, no, I felt a connection between It seemed like one big piece.
1: Yeah, that's what she said last night. <laughs> but this Michael 13, I was in Shibuya with this friend of mine, Ray Hearn, this promoter guy, right? So, yeah, part of Tokyo,
0: public. fancy part of Tokyo.
1: Yeah. yeah. And just one night, he was just telling me this story about who i thought what i thought was michael 13 he said was michael 13 a, a guy who's a messenger from the future and uh-huh. this guy was posting stuff on the internet right saying a, a tr- kind of warning people and trying to tell people w- what to change now and he'd come from the future with a kind of with a with, with a with a with a declaration to stop doing this or to improve this or whatever and i just thought what what a crazy idea you know i've heard of other kind of in one of the newspapers in uh, in London they in the Pakistani communities, they keep on having like little adverts of like new messiahs and different kind of cults being born right? right and I just thought, but this Michael thirteen guy, but it wasn't actually Michael, it was another name, but I can't remember what the guy's name is <laughs>
3: okay.
1: it just it just it just threw me but imagine if somebody did we used to have this program, I think it was an American program called the Time Tunnel when people could go. Oh, kind of sure,
0: I remember that.
1: You suddenly come up, you suddenly wake up in the American Civil War or something. I used to love <laughs> that whole idea, you know.
0: I thought it was an econo way for them to do science fiction because you just... You know, say it's Paramount, you just go into the wardrobe department. Oh,
1: yeah, and you can use the sets.
0: (laughs) Oh, these Nazi uniforms. We haven't used these for a month or two. There's
1: a gangster set just on this (laughs) one.
0: You watch that old Star Trek, they ran out of the future pretty quick.
1: Tell me about about the telly. I I used to think that people could walk between different programs just around the back of the sets, Uh, not the TV set. They don't? Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) You're telling me they don't? Look, what about this tune, Little Town?
1: Ah, now that one is getting a little bit spooky because um, one of the best kind of underground, talking about Vale and research and Mark Pauline and stuff, there's this guy in, in England called Douglas Hart who was the bass player in Jesus and the Mary Chain oh right? yeah Scott. he used to do a little bit of Super 8 we used to have this kind of like video kind of piracy sort of Super 8 scene going on in London right okay uh, and uh, he'd mash up kind of Super 8s and colours and stuff and he's I really like the guy I got him to play a, on a couple, I this track I did with Kenneth Anger I really like him I just like being around him him and Keith Levine about a few, the only musicians. Well, and you, Mike. That I just, you know, like just kind of sitting. You don't have to even say anything. I just like being in their in their presence, right? Oh
0: my God.
1: And Doug is making Doug Douglas Hart is making these amazing films, right? Okay. Little shorts and stuff of just like treating like a, a, a bit of footage of a bowling park from the states or something, and basically i was chatting to him uh keith levine from public image had an art exhibition i, I got doug to come along and i was just sat there chatting to doug doug and he's going oh i've got this technique of putting these strips of colored plastic on a tv screen and bunging footage through the screen and filming through these strips and he was really excited about it right <laughs> and i said doug can you do something to and he showed me these pictures of these old bingo halls i don't think you have bingo in the states when you when you somebody um Chats out in like chants out in rhyming slam like like slang like numbers and you fill in a number board and shout out bingo.
0: Yeah, so, we got it. older people do it.
1: Yeah, form anyway, the, bingo, the, the bingo here holes here a kind of Art Deco. It's a real kind of working class thing. Anyway. He had all this amazing footage. You should maybe post it on your thing or something. And so he made a little... He made a kind of film about kind of cruel Britannia to go with Little Town. But the song <laughs> Little Town, for me, is more a kind of Wicker Man kind of thing. Or or there's this thing called... Have you heard of this place called Bohemian Grove where
0: all the kind of deep sure, state people uh, uh, go and worship this huge owl? In the <laughs> Bay... You're talking about in the Bay Area.
1: Well, I don't Is it in the Bay Area.
0: Yeah, in fact, I think... Uh... That book that Franz Kafka did not finish called America ends up there. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, you're talking about uh, pissing in the fire and people like Henry Kissinger and stuff belong to this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and they worship a giant owl.
0: I didn't know an owl was behind it all. Ow! (laughs) I know the owls are bad. It's not
1: behind it. It's in front of it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: The owls are bad mojo in the Hieronymus Bosch paintings. I know that. So uh, let's listen to Little Town.
4: Dear Richard and Monica I know not the great religions not even the maker of them but understand the extant beings need I do envy those of wealth, the general steed but not the power that rises within its need Can trace each decimal of fortunes built to some poor agony, fragile hope or guilt I've seen the blood on written history brought like some hidden human message wrought and can only guess at cause in intercourse of commerce and cheap guile forever played. I have seen the finer arts become just fetish and slutty ruins of awards and times so cutish. But true class, I know, that can even run like veins in precious stones and nature's things. Or in the eyes of innocent creatures that glow, like fixed stars, compassion towards them show. It can even be elusive or known to be flashy when seen, they say, by others just as classic.
5: Playing until the break of day, and as I turned my head, I loudly said, Preach them blues, sing them blues, they certainly sound good to me. I've been in love. your soul Cause just a little spirit of the blues tonight Let me tell you girls that your man ain't treating you right Let me tell you I don't mean no wrong I will learn you something if you listen to the song I ain't here to try to save your soul Just wanna teach you how to save your good jelly roll going on down the line a little further now there's many a poor women down read on down to chapter nine women must learn how to take their time read on down to chapter 10 taking other women's men you are doing a sin sing them sing let me convert your soul. Now, when sister by the name of Sister Green, dumped up and done a shimmy you, I never sing. Sing em, sing em, sing them blues. Let me convert your soul. Leaning on the
3: muse rail of the fence that Jack built. A poet's paradise. Looking out at Long Beach, things are shaking like a pair of dice. Wound up and ready to go. Gone over my papers, got those ducks in a row. I remember the pictures, all the guys there, the band. I kiss this rail, make love to tonight, the muse rail, the readings, a chunk of my life for you. Let us paint these boards in iridescent colors that show the moon and love, a sexy artist and beer. Let us get up and go now. Show up, you pay for me, I will write a check in passion. And it it's time to go now. Put up the dogs, jump in the truck. I almost cannot stand to leave the muse rail.
5: To the Batmobile, let's go! Atomic batteries of power, turbines of speed. Roger, ready to move out.
4: Some of my Brady It shouldn't surprise you Tart
3: to pie just sitting around you Gather up flies and gather up leers All drooling in tears And shouldn't surprise this mustard in sight It takes on its tit-toes Can't you see it?
4: With those lurid babies Blue eyes
3: nine-year-old come and munch on some of my kidneys it shouldn't surprise that flying odor, I'm beating my head against the floor, I'm trying to digest the way you molest, hold back that I must serve, come to your lust, it's worse than I hell I'm too sick to sleep, with that slender honey blonde cry. Do you want d can <laughs> Blueberry
2: pie
3: warming my lap while I am up, driving home shouldn't surprise you in the least In fact, you didn't talk me to persist Won't well, mom have a fit? he's such a blunt gets to you on a ledge so sweet tacky ledge it.
4: It's more ecstatic, like can't you feel it? Hy- fellow fellow With
3: that set of private, Mr. Boy, I stole a blueberry pie. And this is my new guy. He's a honey And some of baby eyes
2: wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, that's Pop Group, brand new, Little Town. Charles Plymel after that with For Richard Monica. Preaching the Blues by Brandy Primbre- Prim- Pim Brewer. Sorry. Three names.
1: Brewer's <laughs> Troop.
0: <laughs> Joe Brewer with Le- Leaning on the Muse Rail. Petra Hayden with the Batman theme. Uh, speaking of Tokyo, R4 with Keep Inside. Bowery Dirge, instrumental. Kings of Lower Town from Canada. Very, be careful. The uh, Demacasia right out of here. SoCal Lemon Kittens, Pop Cycle. Do you remember
1: Lemon Kittens? United of Dairy. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had connections to the Throbbing Gristle, Jen, and all that. That's long.
0: and uh the other cat, uh, uh Sniffing Glue, Mark Perry. Yeah, Mark
1: Perry. Right. Sniffing Glue's back, supposedly. Somebody was telling me the other day. Is that right?
0: And yeah. And, and uh, good missionaries. I remember he had that. Band yeah. After alternative television. Nervous yeah. Gender with Pie and a Ledge, and finally the pop group with City of Eyes. Is that a CCTV?
1: No. Okay. No, it's more like it's like it's like a you know when you you know I can see a city from from the window here, and all the little lights like look like little eyes. And again, in this kind of alienation kind of concept, ah. when you kind of go in a city and there's just all these weird eyes just moving around and looking at you, and nobody really talks.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Strangers. People
1: think you're a psychopath if you say good morning to them in London at the moment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they run off. They my, run off. You know, my buddies in uh, in Brighton, when they greet you, they say, are you all right? Yeah. And that's trippy to hear. It's like, what, is my dick hanging out of my pants? You know, <laughs> what do you mean, am I all right? <laughs> are you all right? But I think a lot of that I'm stuff... I'm wrong.
1: I'm so wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, very wrong. wrong. you're right. But you say in England, people don't even want to talk. I mean, in London, no, people don't even I'm want to perhaps, talk.
1: Per, 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 perhaps it's me. I'm so tall. I remember walking around with this dreadmate of mine. He was six foot six as well. We couldn't get a cab. we just have to walk miles in the pouring rain. Everybody crossed the road. as soon as we were walking along.
0: Everyone's too afraid. Ah! That's terrible, Mark. you got to loosen up, people. Look, we're at the end of the first hour. Oh, January 10th, that. 2017 edition of Pedro Show. Special guest Mark Stewart from the Poppins. Hold tight for hour two. Yeah! Uh, January 10th, 2017. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro Show.
1: hour, somebody once told me that hope is a power, when the clock strikes 13, the loneliest hour, somebody once told me
3: that hope is a power, days like these. time for goodbye, days like these, angels in an days like these, the kingdom of lies. This is calling. We- The devil inside The devil inside We are We
6: You go in there and sort of three hours later, when you finish all the bottles of wine that are lying around, you know, they sort of talk about everything, listen to a hundred records of old war songs. Somebody arrives with a handful of hand clothes and out come all the paper flowers. And he's standing there with a the camera and you have to go on talking, he makes, he makes you sing, he makes you sing. Later, when you finish finished all the bottles of wine that are lying around, you know, they sort of talked about everything, listened to a hundred records of old war songs. Somebody arrives with a sort handful of clothes, and out come all the paper flowers. And he's standing there with the camera, and you have to go on talking. He makes, he makes you sing! He makes you sing! Seguindo.
0: show start off the second hour with a date like days like these, and uh, Mark's telling us uh, this new album "Honeymoon on Mars." The pop group is going for uh, a, a dark uh, London dance, uh, something contemporary.
1: Explain. Noir and B, we call it not R and B, noir and B.
0: Noir. French noir. for black.
1: Noir. Yeah. Film noir.
0: Yeah, French for black. Yeah. Uh, so now what do you what do you mean uh, you guys went and checked well, basically, out
1: basically coming growing up in bristol and being into a lot of dub reggae and bass music and funk and stuff i'm i've always i'm always standing next to the bass bins in clubs wherever sure. berlin london bristol wherever right, right. and there's a, a bass. there's these amazing experimental sounds coming out of bristol at the moment called bristol bass which is like twisting dub throwing in bits of grime and like abstract kind of like anti-pop consortium hip-hop and like but the bass is the positioning of the bass in the spatial field the kind of hypersonics of, 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 of where the bass drum used to be people yeah. are now detuning eight to eight drum machines the bass sound on the drum machine yeah. and playing it on a keyboard so there's actually a melody way low in the thing where the bass drum used to be
0: okay that's interesting it's called
1: sub bass
0: sub bass so it kind
1: of yeah, if you listen to if you listen to any of this trap or grime or or, or, or cumbia stuff that's coming out now, this new stuff, you cumbia. can on a big rig on a big rig you can hear this this kind of melodic kind of shuffle going in and way down that hits you right in the ribs, and that stuff just really tickles my fancy. And we're not playing that kind of music, but every time there's a new development, like when the artificial head came out or dub or whatever, right? Yes. I just get really excited because I want to experiment with that shit. You know, it's like another color in my palette.
0: Sure. And there's days like these, it's kind of a. I don't know, kind of a pop group ballad. Yeah. In a strange kind of a,
1: way. Yeah, it's kind of a twist. Yeah, a sci fi ballad, a sci fi lullaby, I call it. Yeah.
0: It's a trippy but song. I, for I got you guys. so
1: excited to get Dennis Bavel back on on the mixing desk again. The first time we worked with him since Why, right? It was absolutely brilliant. Which is the and
0: first then, pop group album, yeah.
1: And then by chance to get Hank Shockley from Public Enemy. I mean, Public Enemy. In Bristol, when we were growing up, Public Enemy had as as, as big an effect, even more an effect on like, a, my mates who were like five or six years younger than me, the people who later, the Wild Bunch who later became Massive Attack and Tricky and all that, like my crew, oh, yeah. right? They got completely and utterly politicized by Public Enemy, right? And sure. those sheets, sheets of noise that Hank Shockley was experimenting with was like, I nearly gave up when I heard those first records, because when I was in New York in 79 hearing early Red Alert shows, I thought, right, I had a similar sort of idea to bring in, like, noise into into kind of hip-hop sounds and samples and stuff, and people say that, uh, you know, they gave it a stupid name, what we were doing with the Mafia, Industrial Hip-Hop or something, which is a stupid fucking name, and Nine Inch (laughs) Nails and whoever, and Ministry ran off with some of the ideas, but when Hank Shockley, when that nation of... You know, when that Nation Public Enemy album came out, it was like fucking hell, with Chuck D as well. You know, it, it had more of an effect on on the kind of, on the mixed, you know, on, on Bristol than the punk did.
0: You're talking about Night of the Living Bassheads. Yeah. That's an, incredible, that's an incredible an piece, I'll tell you. It's weird yeah, how they've got, public- yeah, they got the noise thing, the sheets of noise like John Coltrane mixed with the heavy driving beats. And then the yes. lyrics, I got to say, Chuck D's voice, you know, he, he, there's a trippy parallel to Dr. King. Yeah. It's a trippy thing. Uh let pretty shit, man,
1: pretty in shit.
0: Here's some other tunes we heard. Hello, Bastards. This stuff is all from uh, South uh, London. This guy, uh, Ben from Mr. Susan, flowed me all this stuff that's contemporary, what's going on in the little clubs. That's more, uh... Yeah, maybe guitar, or rock and roll, but Hello Bastards with Su, uh, Su- Liberacion Nuestras Nuestros The Merry exit Incident with Paper Flowers, Rum and Choke by Exploder Than You, Mr. Susan with Subliminal Cow, Howdy This by Dong Dang,
3: Dang,
1: Dong. <laughs> 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 ding, ding dong Mary <laughs> <out of> <laughs> The you Christmas equals show for next year. We're doing a Christmas first. single, dude. Yeah, well we're going to do a Christmas
0: hey, single that's for next true. year. Yeah, but well, you're you're early. You're early, Mark. You oh, no. equals nobody by Bearded Youth Quest. That's a Brooklyn connect If I ever heard one. Die uh, Di X with I uh, Dream of Crashing. Babe's New York City with Laser Gun, and finally the pop group from the new album with War
1: Inc. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's kind of a. Is it is
1: it mushroom season there, Mike, or something? Or, or yeah, are is. you just reading a, Were you trying to, Were you reading a, a poem, or is that your mind?
0: No, that was a <laughs> that was a playlist there.
1: No, cool man, cool <laughs> shit.
0: But we do when I go out to the park to see the ducks. And by the way, Avril Park here, we got a wood duck. I don't know if you ever seen those, but they're not as pretty as a mandarin, but along that way, very fancy. Nice, but there's mushrooms. <laughs> Especially because we've had some rain, which is good for SoCal because of the drought. But the mushrooms, it's usually where the, you know, the turds were.
1: <laughs> yeah, the manure. The manure in Glastonbury, they will start lighting up after you've eaten a few.
0: Dude. So look, we're going to play Mirror Wars. This ain't from the new pop group record, but I, I wanted to play it. It's something you did with uh, Lee Scratch Perry. What's the difference between you doing a Mark Stewart music and you doing a pop group music?
1: right so the i mean the 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 last mark stewart album the politics of envy was a little bit different because there were there was there was a lot of collaborators on there from like daddy g from massive attack kenneth anger lee scratch barry so that there were a lot of collaborators on that record right across the board yeah but a normal mark stewart album like i'm working on another one now is every i don't know how you'll like it with different projects but i'm I'm I, I I become a little bit of a control freak with my own stuff, and I I kind of focus in on tiny little. You know, I remember me and Adrian Sherwood. You know, people used to spend like hours getting the hiss on, on a hi hat sorted and reversing and stuff. You can become a little bit kind of. I was reading something about one of the guys on that's the doing the new Blade Runner film or something. One of the directors saying, "I must be, I must have OCD to be able to spend so much time on it, tiny little frames of a movie." You know, <laughs> there's this, there's this idea in in art of the golden ratio, the Fibonacci series, which is all about symmetry. So sure. I become, I I I can follow my own thing through. So at least I'm saying it to my best abilities of what I'm trying to say. Whether anybody understands it or hears it is it's not up to me but that's what I can do but yeah. the interesting thing about the pop group is like there's four whirlwinds going on at the same time so sure. I don't actually know what's going to happen so that, that kind of that randomness uh, you know uh, I mean it was bad enough when we were kids you know 16, <laughs> 17 going in a room for like 8 hours and you don't know what the hell's going to happen yeah. it's, a bit like, like, it's a bit like those storm chasers those guys that just go out looking sure. for you know so I don't know what's going to happen so it's I hold on to my thing, but then I have to react really quickly. Then it gets blown somewhere else, and so it's a very—it's a bit like cage fighting.
0: There, there's, there, yeah, there's more dynamic with a pop group situation than a Mark Stewart situation.
1: Oh, thanks. Okay.
0: <laughs> that doesn't—that ain't a good or bad. That's just saying there's a little more different uh, level of dynamic. You
1: should not you should not be nicer to one child than the <laughs> other, Mike.
0: Well, let's hear Mirror Wars.
2: We are now and occupied territory. This is a fucking war. I'm <laughs> gonna
1: up this stone right the guy's a fucking shaman right he picked up yeah. this stone and starts like tripping into this fucking stone right and everybody else is getting a bit flipped out but I'm with him do you know what I mean it's like working with Kenneth Anger I, I don't see these people as, a, as any different do you know what I mean I, I'm, I'm, I'm
0: people are people
1: yeah, yeah. And I, you know, it's not weird what these people are doing. I think I think they're I think they're harnessing energies that we can all harness. Yeah, you know ex- what I mean. So expression, fuck, you know, fuck people's preconceptions.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I love the guy. I love the guy. And it's again, it's great working with people. I mean, Kenneth Anger for me, that one act of juxtaposition of putting like the homoerotic biker footage and Scorpio Rising in with the kind of Christian <laughs> stuff that came through his parents' the, uh, letterbox by mistake. Those. I think juxtaposing things, putting things that shouldn't be next to each other, creates yeah. sparks. I think yeah. juxtaposition of like, even of like Jamie Reed putting the safety pin through the Queen's nose on that pistols cover, that's what creates danger. And, you know, putting somewhere where it shouldn't be, Mike.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Letting the freak flag fly. Exactly. Uh, people, we also heard uh, Craven Rag by Manlio Ma- um, Maresca and Manuel for Heirs. That's uh, Terracina, Italy. Panther Paw out of Brighton with Cutting the Lawn. Ms. Melvis out of Cleveland, Ohio with It's Starting to Snow. David Gerard out of Massachusetts with Winter Symphony number 17. And uh, we're at the end of the second hour. January 10th, 2017 edition of for Pedro's special guest, Mark Stewart from the Pop Group out of Southwest Part of England via Skype. Hold tight for hour three. January 10th, 2017. It's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro
2: Show.
1: And they shall have no no dominion. They too shall be sorrow bound. The nameless too shall be cursed by tragedy. A battered suitcase Fragments of a life Help
3: me please I'm going on a desperate journey Help me please I'm going on a desperate journey it's Halo Modernism, none so cruel. The new normal is divide and rule.
1: (laughs) Victims of the blue religion... Dark fantasy Caught in a web Of his own deceit
3: Help me please I'm going on a desperate journey Help me please I'm going on a desperate journey let
0: Recording. Nothing here
1: but the recordings is
0: what you are Yeah, Mark said. Stewart here, good people. We started the third hour off with something from him and his new bands, new album, Honeymoon, Moon on Mars, Instant Halo, the pop group. And uh, Mark was enlightening me, the fact this is about a horrible journey that people have to take to get away from heavy oppression and hell. Am, am I right? Yeah,
1: I mean, I was just envisioning the idea of, like, being in, like, war-torn Somalia. Right, right. And I've just seen this amazing documentary. It's like somebody just on the jeep with the guys that were trying to get away and coming up through Africa and being ripped off by, like, snakehead people smugglers. Yeah. Going through the deserts and, like, Libya, which is utter chaos now, and then being put on these, like, really flimsy inflatable boats... Yeah. ...to try and get across the Mediterranean to so-called freedom.
0: Yeah. It's incredible. And, in in like... Meanwhile, the reaction is like, uh, some strange, uh, lift up the drawbridge. Yeah.
1: But we started these, we started these fucking walls. Absolutely. Started, Absolutely. They're resource, Absolutely. They're resource wars. We use these proxies and resource walls. As soon as it's going to be a short, there's going to be huge movements of people because of a shortage of water.
0: Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, there's consequences to this stuff. It's.
1: Yeah, there's consequences to our decadence, Mike.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You said that uh, at the end of that song in the old days, you know, we are the ones... To blame. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. And, our ch- and our children, our children will rise against. up against us.
0: Man, he- he- heavy uh, portent there. Then we heard uh, Outside Accord Brand New from Thalem Oliveros Klein. And finally, Heaven? question mark, by the pop group... Uh, You got something to say about that, too? No. Okay. Okay, let's talk (laughs) about the whole album, though. Let's talk about the whole album, because since the old days, the pop group has had two albums now, Citizen Zombie and Honeymoon on Mars. Uh, Obviously, a big difference is uh, getting Mr. Bavel back on production, right? But was there any other difference?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, Citizen Citizen Zombie... was like okay, we're, go, we're going over the trenches, all gun blazing, and we're here, we're back. It was like a big exclamation mark yeah. of the kind of possibilities, you know, the infinite possibilities. Sure. But with honeymoon on Mars, it was like it was the first time uh, we were really claiming the now. If you ask me, for for me, and to be able to like pull in all these influences I'm hearing on the streets of London, from like like I was saying, from from ragga and trap and grime and stuff, and these these whole new kind of for me, I'm riffing on the sounds now and the sounds from like the near future. Like back in the day in seventy eight, seventy nine, we were experimenting with dub yeah. and and funk and punk. So we're yeah. doing similar kind of alchemical experiences, but with with sounds that really excite me now, like these new sub bases and some of this glitch shit and some of sure. this new technology, which I want to corrupt and and hack. You know,
0: sure, sure. He's
1: making mine in Berlin and making amazing music out of like really cheap Korean kind of games machines you know you you can't live in the past and the whole point of when the pop group reformed is we don't we didn't want it to be like necrophilia we didn't want it to be like a fucking heritage act sure sure we wanted to use we wanted to do similar experiments in a in a in a a secret
2: laboratory and and make some new mutations you know
0: okay for example we're going to listen to pure ones yeah what about this tune
1: well, that started from, a, I'm, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very keen on Turkish psychedelia. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> of course. Is it everybody?
1: <laughs> That's why I like you, because you that mustache. It's
0: I'm way into stuff. it, yeah. <laughs> way into that.
1: <laughs> That's why I was drawn to you on Grinder, Mike. Okay.
0: <laughs> Grinder.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the refrain, the kind of, t- Gareth just sent me this refrain and it's just, it's, it's just, it's just these kind of circular kind of Azerbaijan kind of Turkish kind of, the, 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 the riff just got me really, really going. And a folk friend of mine, this, this girl who writes this, she looks like, she looks like David Bowie on the front of Space Odyssey. a friend of mine when I was living in Berlin. She was talking about the pure ones. And I just kind of, like I do, like Burroughs used to, you just pick up a, a refrain here in a bar a bit of a film title over here. Somebody on the bus, and you get these little snippets and cut ups, and throw them all up in the air and see how they fall. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, right away it was ironic to me because your music isn't about pure. You like mixing every everything. Yeah. <laughs> You're about as far from pure as it goes. Except like pure, go for it.
1: I'm never going to get married. <laughs> That's
0: okay. Let's listen.
1: Step away,
3: my friend, because they know he is just the pure, pure, burning like meteors, eyes of prophecy, visions I
2: see.
1: back to strength, and you are paid to believe, searching, searching for, show me thick transferable persuasion, enhanced interrogation, ridiculous, fantastic...
2: I'm not sure how to be a man. I'm not
1: well,
0: for Pedro Show last music for this edition Pure Ones pop group Vasco Aronofsky, uh from Skopje Macedonia with Lazi Me the C- Canada via Mexico mix and finally uh, Litronics with Hole in My Wall gonna get to play with them in a strong beach next Thursday and finally pop group Burn Your Flag now, now funny in the chorus you don't say burn your flag you say flags yeah the title is flag yeah that that's an s i c right that's on purpose
1: it's a votive offering okay <laughs> I was just reading this 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 whole thing about ritual and the healing power of belief, right, and people pin up these things called votive offerings sure sure but candles it's just, yeah it's just this whole this whole concept of like nationalism and how we're being played. I mean, ah, you know, yeah. back in the day I had this lyric the corporations were bigger than any nation state, but this whole kind of medieval bullshit of nationalism is just like it's just sickening and it's just they they they're really rewarding hate and twisting ancient fears, you know. Yeah. It's like it happened in Bosnia when, when, when the, like two sides had been ha- happily living with each other since like the 1920s. Suddenly something happened and all these things start coming up out of the wood- woodwork. You know, yeah. your neighbors suddenly like, you know, there's something. It's just crazy shit that people are playing with to yeah. get votes.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: I call them the inhumanoids.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a big vote coming up in France, right?
1: yeah but this, they're not it's they're just playing what they're playing with playing on on real bullshit Then, you know they're caught you know that's why to a certain extent now we can now we can kind of finance our own recordings with these kind of ploughshares, kind of pledge things. We can we can beat kind of corporate censorship in our own game, right? Right. right but right. the way that the media is, has, you know, in in England they go on about the BBC, but it, that's got such a fucking slant on things, right? All the right. time there's like some kind of. I'm not saying who's right or wrong, and this is bad or whatever. I'm not knocking anybody because everybody's got their own ideas, right? Sure. But you've, You've got to look at the left. You've got to look at the right, and try and work out, find your own path. You know, you can't just you can't just swallow this bullshit whole. Whole, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, what what what's your take on this uh, uh, kind of new idea called fake news?
1: It's well, it's always been there. I, that's it, what it, I'm going to say
0: I, it's it's not really news.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. It Used to be called yellow journalism or propaganda. Yeah,
1: like advert- advertorial propaganda. Yeah. yeah what they're doing with social media and stuff there was something like about the Pope that somebody just made up right they yeah. had like they have these things called click farms where they just if you've got enough money you can employ all these people to just click on it on a on sure a, on I've a, on seen a, pictures US. of
0: uh, people yeah. in China doing that
1: yeah yeah so you can kind of engineer stuff and there's this you know, you've really got to look behind the scenes and the hidden agendas. It's like I've always said about these different things going on behind the scenes. But to a certain extent, right? When you've got like, like when when Trump appoint, appointed the the head of Exxon, right, as the Secretary of State, it's the first time. Well, he's that nominated
0: the, him. He's nominated.
1: Whatever. Him. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, nominated for the moment. But it's the first time that those those people are usually pulling the strings behind the scenes. Yeah. So that kind of naked capitalism is quite interesting, is because they're not hiding yeah. behind anything. So at least yeah. is least it's kind of honest in a way. It's it's quite bizarre. Sure. And in and in and in and in uh, Europe, you know, on like radical Italian radio stations, I'm constantly being asked. They think I'm, you know, they, they th- I don't know. They're constantly asking me about these things. that have got nothing to do with me about Brexit and stuff. I didn't, you know, it's not my it's not my thing that they that you know they conjuring up these fucking demons, right?
0: Yeah, Sure.
1: And so but to a certain extent if 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 people are engaging with politics who have never engaged with politics before and becoming interested in politics that is part of a learning process so i remember when i was young and when we, when younger, we were really
0: younger, young younger
1: younger 12 13 so loads of my mates were becoming skinheads like racist skinheads the football hooligan mates right yeah. but through like music and finding out more they you know that was their first engagement with politics. But then, because we didn't ignore them and we kept a dialogue kind of going, they slowly kind of found out more stuff. But at okay. least they engaged. Sure. Do you understand what I'm saying, Mike? Absolutely. You know, there's absolutely. a kind of hope. In that, and people feel that if people feel that they matter, that they matter a bit and their voice is being heard, that that can be good for democracy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Otherwise, you got to kind of a situation that has only one yeah down the road some kind of conflict yeah right
1: yeah Unless and i you- think it's good to engage i don't think it's good to blame people you know i've got all sort you know i've got all different sorts of friends across races across classes you know it's it's to just say oh you're my enemy is you know, back back when we were kids, when we were punks and stuff, it was it was very opposi- oppositional, and it was like them and us.
0: But now it's like us, it's we, yeah. we so the people. In that tune, this last tune here, you're talking more about a behavior than a group of people.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's very wise. Maybe that's something you can only write later down the road, and not so easy to do when you're more younger. Well, I don't, yeah, but you can see, you can, you
1: can, you can, I mean, half, sometimes I think that we're, 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 Tim Buckley said it, that we're, we're just, we're merely, merely vessels. We're merely, we're mere, merely things for things, for something else to communicate through. It's like when, when you give yourself up to, you know, it's, it's a bit of a weird thing to say, but my nan was like a psychic or something when you, when you are just like doing automatic writing like, like Breton did or something. Yeah. I don't know how to explain these things. I don't understand pompous, but you know, like that Michael 13 thing about a messenger yeah. from the future. There are messages, right? Sure. But at the moment, people are so people are splitting into into two, two. It's like it's like when music suddenly there were all these genres again. You know, sure. there all these like. And I'm completely against kind of genre. You know, it's, anyway, it's I quite interesting with you. times. Yeah, but I It's, agree with it's you. times for it's time. The whole thing was is bankrupt anyway and fucked up the whole system. I had this lyric: bankrupt ideologies litter the dealing room floor, floors right yeah. there, there's got to be there's a brilliant american um, economist called joseph Stiglitz who's got there's some there's some really interesting new ideas and my hopes are really on the kind of electronic frontiers you know because the people who are dreaming the future the kind of futurologists the guys kind of who are who you know thinking up the kind of new kind of psych physics and and and, and science that's where the hope is, and and honeymoon on Mars for me really came from like my dad's mates who were like real kind of idealist scientists in the nineteen fifties. You know,
3: but back in the fifties, the kind of dreamers went to science yeah.
1: and they got all their ideas from sci-fi, sure, books, like Ray Bradbury and Isaac Asimov. You know, sure, sure. I, I come and
0: out so, of that. I come out of that generation. Yeah.
1: So the future is for us to is to, is for us to invent. And to, and to, you know, and uh, Ian from Fugazi is involved in this thing called Occupy the Future, which is quite interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So there's glitches along the way, but we can we can we can dream the future. It's, you know, it's it's something that has to be reality is a construct. Yeah,
0: good point. I couldn't agree <laughs> with you more. And I want to thank you so much for being on. I love the new album. I can't you, hear, I can't wait to hear this new solo, Mark Stewart. What, what's it going to be called?
1: I don't know it's, okay. it's, it's 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 convalescing at the moment there'll be a, I think there's going to will be that and then there'll be another pop group one next year after the christmas single
0: after the
1: of course i excited though I, I just said something on one of my on my facebook on my twitter <laughs> about a christmas single because in england it's a, it's a real tradition No I remember
0: Slade had a christmas song Yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> There's a couple of punk Christmas singles, right? and People are dying out for something in that period. You know, all I could find was the Tamla Motan Christmas thing when I was trying to post on it. But I got more I got more response to that than I have to anything all year. I think it can go viral. That's what she said last night. <laughs> that's, that's right. Easy young.
0: Easy I, young. Okay. Thanks so much for being aboard. People, pleasure. it's been January tenth, two thousand seventeen, Dishawa for Peter show with Mark Stewart, pop group. And he is uh, always uh, wide open in insights. Thank you much. Safe seas to you, Mark. Keep the keel in the water. Love you, man. Love you back.
2: Respect. Respect back. People, keep your powder dry.